from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hello, Piet. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Jordan. Uh, Tonight's an exciting night. It's the opening night for the Milwaukee Film Festival. We wait all year for this, a time when art nerds get together and we celebrate. Justin says this is kind of like the Super Bowl of art. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, (laughs) I I guess that'll work. Yeah, there's a ton going on. I mean, a ton. And uh, how long does it go on for, like, 5,000 weeks, basically? 5,000 weeks. Yeah, I think that's October 17th to the 31st. Right. 5,000 weeks. But you know what's interesting? I was looking at the schedule. A lot of good stuff to talk about. But what I think is so interesting is that there's so much music-related so much. content involved with the festival to the point that the opening night film and the closing night film both have pretty significant music ties. Absolutely. We start off with I Want My MTV, which I could not be more excited about this being the opening film for this year's festival. Yeah, so it's it's tonight, and it basically looks back at the creation of, of MTV and how it was just kind of this almost like a DIY kind of anything-could-happen sort yeah. of uh, yeah. channel you know, they didn't know what are, they were doing. They yeah. just kind of made it up. They were building the ship as they were sailing it. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, obviously it had a major significant cultural impact. Even though MTV is nothing like MTV today. is nothing like it was back then. Uh, but obviously a massive impact on the world uh, and, and continues to have an impact. Uh, so that's tonight. And then you've also got in closing night, the Apollo oh. um, is going to be the closing night documentary, which looks at the Apollo Theater. I could not be more excited about that. I mean, you think about the legendary artists who uh, not only got their start at the Apollo, but cemented their career. Of course, James Brown live at the Apollo is maybe one of the greatest records of all time. Yeah. But even the other day, I learned that Lauren Hill did her first public performance for anyone to hear her at the Apollo Theater. Oh, wow. That's that's really cool. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of like archival footage there, some performance stuff, uh, interviews with people like Smokey Robinson, Jamie Fox. So cool. Um, so there's just a lot, you know, t- t- really talking about the, the the impact it had on culture, on music, on on black life, on, on so so many different kind of levels. Um, so again, great to see that the Milwaukee Film Festival uh, has so much music content, and there's a lot more to, to get into on the podcast. Well, coming up next on the podcast, we're going to talk about more music-related films you can see at the Milwaukee Film Festival. In fact, the Sound Vision series has got a lot of options for you, and we'll dive into those next on Tapped In. 88.9's new podcast series, Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Musician Tom Waits said it best, quote, I always thought songs are movies for the ears and films are like songs for the eyes. That is one of the themes of the Sound Vision series at Milwaukee Film Festival this year. I'm Jordan Lee in studio from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. And of course, with me as always is Piet Levy from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. On this podcast, we don't usually talk about film. In fact, we've got another podcast called Cinebuds that's all about film. But this is a big deal. The Milwaukee Film Festival is one of the most beloved cultural icons in the city and it's one of the top film festivals in the world so as people come from all over to check out some of these great films we would be foolish to not get into what we talk about which is music the sound vision series this year piet has got a lot of things i want to see if you don't mind i want to start with plucked because this has been a conversation we've been talking about for some reason a lot in the lee family household this is the story of frank allman's uh what is it? The Stradivarius vi- uh, viola? I can't remember the. I'm saying yeah, that wrong. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm so. I'm butchering that. Yeah. <laughs> but the truth of it is, 
making international headlines on a, one of the dumbest crimes, I think, in the history of modern time. It sounds like a movie that would have starred Brad Pitt and John Travolta as b- baffling booths of, of it just it's just such a funny misadventure. And I cannot wait to see Plucked at the Milwaukee Film Festival. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, it does sound like a, a Cohen film, a Cohen Brothers <laughs> film, just gone horribly awry. Horribly but, awry. Yeah, but basically he has a violin, uh, uh, the Stradivarius violin. There it is, Stradivarius. Um, and it was valued at more than $5 million. $5 million. And as he was leaving, uh, I think, uh, an MSO show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some some thieves, uh, like took- a white van with masks on, like yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and and then took it, and then yeah. I mean it was just massive news in Milwaukee, but it made major news kind of everywhere. It made international news. Yeah. I know my friend uh, uh, Gabriel Prokofiev, who's from London, who is the grandson of Sergei Prokofiev. He's a classical composer, and he reached out to me and asked me like, "What's going on with this violin in Milwaukee?" Yeah. It's it's really it's it's a really great story and maybe maybe this documentary will inspire the uh, the Cohen brothers to take a look. Oh or, my gosh! You know, or uh, or, or the guy that does uh, the Fargo TV show. Oh, you know, it'd be perfect. Uh, yeah, it could be a good. It could be a good like <laughs> set in Fargo, violence, stolen kind of thing. But yeah, it's a really wacky story. Look it up, look it up online. Uh, a lot of interesting things to to really kind of talk mm-hmm. about there in that documentary. So besides that, I mean, there's just a lot of really great things. And, and I think the Miles Davis Birth of Cool is one that's really on my list. I really want to check that one out. Um, I, we've been talking a lot about that. In fact, Tariq and I just got that new unreleased Miles Davis album in the mail this week. Um, it's just, you know, you can't understate. Miles Davis is the jazz, but Michael Jordan is the basketball. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, talk about just a... I don't even know where you can kind of begin. Right. I, mean, I don't know either. Yeah, I, think yeah. I think this film will do the work for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's but this film has gotten a lot of attention, uh, uh, understandably so, because, uh, you know, it, it really kind of does to, it does introduce kind of what made Miles Davis yes. uh, so impactful. Um, so it's great to see that it's part of the, the film festival. And that's being presented, too, like through the Black Lens program as well. I mean, that's what's great about the festival is that there is the sound vision kind of lens with music, but they don't limit it there. No. I mean, you can really, like, you know, see music stuff all kind of around um, around the bend. I mean, like, you know, in, in terms of like um, there's like the in the Cream City program, I think, is the Milwaukee Music Video Show, for instance, with uh, some great uh, music videos from. From Milwaukee bands. Which every year does a wonderful job of curating really the best music videos that are coming out of our city. And I can't tell you how many times something that's been featured in that short showcase has won a Radio Milwaukee Music Award for Video of the Year or has actually gotten artists national attention or international attention because of their work. Um, the film festival is just doing a really good job of keeping their finger on the pulse of what's happening in the music scene. Yeah, so this uh, the, the music video program, for instance, this year has uh, Division from Amanda Huff is in there. Uh, you've got uh, Rhodes, uh, Rose of the West video is, is really, uh, just really stunning there too. Uh, Twan Mox on there with Solana, with Rewind, Violent Femmes, I'm Nothing, which was kind of filmed all around town yeah, when they were here yeah. for a show. Uh, Zed Kenzo's Fresh video, which is really good, really, really sharp. Uh, Surgeons in Heat by the end of the night. I mean, there's just there's just so many great things to kind of pick from there. And just it's, it'll be kind of a feast for the senses to see it all there on the big screen, kind of one after the other. Another thing they've been doing at the film festival for many, many years, which I've loved, this has become like an annual part of the festival. So uh, they do a live um, kind of dance-along, sing-along party to Stop Making Sense. If you've never seen Stop Making Sense, it's the 1984 groundbreaking documentary performance. I don't know, it's like a docu-performance. I don't know what the proper word is. Yeah. It's a live concert, really, yeah. really artfully shot. Yeah, it's, it's a concert. I mean, it's a concert film, but you're right, it is artfully shot, so it's not... 
Um, it's not just a live show. It's like everything was an intentional and, and, and every move and every decision that was made. And, of course, this is a, a, a cemented testament to how genius David Byrne is. I mean, he was thinking about things way ahead of everybody else yeah. when it comes to things like this. But to turn this into a sing-along a la Rocky Horror Picture Show, it's such a clever thing that the film festival does annually. Yeah, and, of course, there's a Milwaukee tie, too, because you got Jerry Harrison, who's a Milwaukee native, who is oh, yeah. part of the— Part of that film, part of the band, um, so he, you know, that's also kind of a key reason why that kind of keeps coming back. But uh, yeah, talk about like when you when you you know want to come up with a list of like the greatest concert films of all time. I mean, this this that is definitely. Oh, yeah. Always in that list. I mean, that album, I, those versions of those songs are actually more classic than their studio recording versions yeah. of them. Yeah, I think so. I think so for sure. Uh, just really, yeah, really well done. Just It's just a fun show, but a uh, fun movie. But, um, you know, again, it's just so interestingly and creatively presented on stage, but also on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, some other highlights, I think, in the Sound Vision program, uh, things that... I never really thought about wanting to see, but I would be down to see for sure. There's this documentary about who let the dogs out. Yes. Yes, I'm glad you picked this one. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that's, that's the you know, you know the song, Who Let the Dogs Out. I don't think I need to sing Who Let the Dogs Out. Please, for free. No, let's not sing Who Let the Dogs Out. But, you know, it was was that novelty song that, uh, when was that? That was like... Mid-90s, late-90s? Yeah, I think something like that. But apparently there was, like, a lot of, like, crazy kind of backstory behind it as well in terms of, like, there were legal battles about it, and there was, uh, you know, there's been kind of ongoing debate about, uh, you know, uh, cultural appropriation. And, you know, there's just a lot going on with this crazy novelty song that... That everybody barks uh, yeah. along to still to this yeah, day. That, yeah, the Baja Men's, you know, one-hit wonder kind of deal. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that it, it sounds interesting that there could be something, um, you know, something so kind of rich and varied that can come from a song like that. Yeah. But uh, that's what we're going to be seeing there. And, you know, again, I want to give kudos and props to everyone at Milwaukee Film who puts music as such a centerpiece. As I said earlier at the top of the podcast, you know, Justin says this is kind of like a Super Bowl for art nerds. And and really, when it comes to a film festival, uh, you know, cinematography and and, and making great movies, uh, it, it, it intersects where visual art, audio, culture, they all kind of come together. And the Milwaukee Film Festival does a great job of making sure that they are touching all of those touch points to make a complete festival for us here in Milwaukee. Yeah, there's some, you know, I'll just kind of run off some other quick highlights before we wrap up. I mean, you've got this documentary on Bluebird, which is a, uh, you know, kind of a beloved gem in Nashville that Absolutely. a lot of artists have played at. It's a very kind of small, intimate, cozy space. And if you ever really wanted to get a, a feel for the history of that place and how it became so important to uh, Music City and then really kind of beyond, uh, that's your your documentary to see. There's also one on uh, Michael Hutchins from NXS. Yeah. Um, kind of a kind of a whole, you know, telling the whole story sort of thing about his, his life and tragic death. Uh, Gordon Lightfoot is the subject of a documentary as well. Um, you know, Al Gerard as well. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of really interesting topics uh, to really kind of dive into here. Well, we will always continue to promise you that we will dive into all things music coming into and out of the city of Milwaukee, including the Milwaukee Film Festival, which kicks off tonight here in the city of Milwaukee and runs to October 31st. I remind you, if you don't subscribe to this podcast, this is a good time. Wherever you're listening to us, just click subscribe, leave us a rating, tell your friends about us, and make sure that you never miss a beat on what's happening in the city. You can listen to this podcast because you support it. This is listener-supported Radio Milwaukee, and that's how we do what we do. If you've never become a contributing member, think about what this means to you and the content if you use it weekly daily however you use us what does that mean go to radiomwalkie.org and click on the orange heart tapped in is produced by kenny perez our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the license lab and we produce this podcast with support from you our members of course you can subscribe to this podcast at radiomwalkie.org as well 
or go to jsonline.com slash music. Piet, I'll see you next time for Tapped In. See you next time.